Hi, this is Jessica Cook and welcome to my Feel Good Podcast for Women. This show is entirely devoted to helping motivate and inspire you to live a healthy and a happy life. I believe you will be happiest and most fulfilled when you work out, eat well, enjoy a brilliant, healthy routine and live your life with passion. I want you to feel energetic and healthy and that's my goal with this podcast, to keep you motivated and inspired so you can live your best life. You'll also hear interviews from my clients who are some of the most inspirational women I have ever met. At the end of the episode, be sure to head over to inspirefitnesstraining.ie forward slash free tools to instantly download tons of free stuff like recipe books, meal plans, workouts and much more. Now let's get on with the show. Hello and welcome to my podcast today, the 10 terrific habits of fit women over 40. If you're struggling on the couch, not working out consistently, just not being consistent or you're going around in circles, then this is for you. There is nothing more frustrating than going around in circles. Being a little bit fit, be not fit. Being a little bit healthy, be not healthy. I mean, oh my God, how frustrating is that? The most important emotion feeling the humans need to feel is progress. And if you're feeling progress, you're feeling happy. If you're feeling progress, you're feeling in control. And a lack of progress comes about from circular behavior, doing something for a little while and going right back to where you were. And it's one of the most common phrases that people say to me when they, when they start with me or when I just talk to them about fitness and health, um, going around in circles. It's, it's just an expression that is used so much. And it's a great expression because it sums up exactly what the opposite of consistency is. So with that in mind, this podcast, this episode in particular, is designed to give you 10 terrific habits um, of fit women, specifically over 40, that if you were to do them, you would be fit and healthy and strong and you'd feel terrific in your clothes with tons of energy. So let's get stuck in. And the first one is strength training. And did you know that if you didn't do any strength training whatsoever, that by the time you hit 70, 50 to 55% of your lean muscle mass would be gone. Now to break that down, that's about once you hit over 30, that's about three to 5% of a decrease in your lean muscle mass um, every decade. Now what's the important? What's so big? What's such a big deal about lean muscle mass? Well, lean muscle mass is what gives you a high metabolism and it helps you burn lots of calories at rest. And how do you get lean muscle mass? Will you do strength training? Um, so if you don't do strength training and you're a woman over 40, you're much more likely to get osteopenia, which leads into osteoporosis, or you can get brittle, bo brittle bones. Um, what can also happen if you don't do strength training is you can, uh, falls become more serious. So if you've had a fall or you slip on some ice or a crack in the pavement, um, you're much more likely to break your hip or your knee or your ankle or your wrist, um, which isn't good. Um, so strength training does a lot for you. Um, so it builds lean muscle mass, which is helping reverse what aging does. And that means you're going to have a high metabolism and you're going to be burning lots of calories at rest. Um, it also means that you're going to be developing strong muscles and strong bones. And the actual bone density, the, the mineral is actually going to increase. Um, so it's really, really, it's a really, really good idea to do strength training. And it's actually a lot easier than many people think. You only need to do strength training two times a week, three times a week um, to see all the benefits that you need and to get out of your program exactly what it is that you need. And as a woman, for you, what you need um, is a program, a strength training program that 
builds your lean muscle mass, gets you strong, and that's it. That's what you need out of strength training. You need strong muscles and strong bones, and you need to develop lean muscle mass um, because isn't it lovely when you have a high metabolism and you burn calories at rest? So that's the first habit. Do strength training. Do it two times per week, 100%. Be consistent. Um, and when you're lifting weights like dumbbells and kettlebells, make sure you're feeling it. You don't want to be able to be swinging around one, two kg you want to find it tough. You want to find the last three repetitions in a set tough. And if you have no idea what I'm talking about, go and get a coach. The link is in my bio. Um, so the second one is to not rely on cardio. So cardio alone won't get you very far. I talk to a lot of women who, um, they, they do a lot of walking, walk four or five times per week. You know, all exercise is terrific exercise and I'm a huge advocate for exercise. It's my biggest passion in life. Um, but I, you, you, you want to be getting results out of any training program that you do because you want to reverse a lot of the stuff that aging does and you want to go into older age um, as healthy as you can be so you can be as mobile and independent and healthy for as long as you can be so that you're around with with your family and the people that you love for as long as possible and you can go and travel and see the world and all that stuff um so you know so that's the angle that I'm coming at it from so if you're just walking or just doing cardio you're not going to be getting the type of results that you that you need if you're a woman over 40, um, you're not going to be burning calories at rest. You're not going to be building lean muscle mass. You're not going to be developing strong muscles and strong bones. And the thing about walking and the exact doing the exact same cardio over and over again, like the things in the machines, the machines in the gym um, or a treadmill at home, is that you're going to, uh, your muscles are going to get used to it. So you're not putting them under any pressure. You're not keeping them guessing. You're not doing anything different with them. So it's just over and over and over again, the same thing. And you're not going to be getting anything from it. Um, so don't rely on cardio uh, is the second habit to make sure that you don't, aren't just doing cardio. So don't just walk. Don't just do the treadmill. Don't just do the cross trainer um, because you are not getting from your program what you need if you are a woman over 40 specifically. The third habit is to stop obsessing over the number on the weighing scales. The weighing scales are the absolute bane of my life. I cannot bear them. I've been coaching women for over 14 years now and they are just the, th the thorn in my side, and if I could banish one thing, it would be the weighing scales. You absolutely don't need to know what you weigh uh, in order for you to be fit and healthy and to feel terrific in your clothes. And they're going to hold you back for so many reasons. First off, if you're slim enough, if you're, if you're a stone, half a stone, overweight, you're going to struggle to see that full results on the weighing scales. They're not a great measuring tool because if you're doing the right type of training, you're lifting weights, you're building lean muscle. Muscle weighs more than fat, so you might have fat loss, but you're also going to have lean muscle mass building, so you're not going to get a true reflection on the weighing scales. Also, with water retention, hormonal fluctuations, um, eating too much salt one day, eating too little salt one day, um, eating a good bit of carbs one day, uh, that which act like a sponge, which take up water, water um, the weighing scales can fluctuate you can be up three pounds down four pounds and you mightn't have gained any fat but you might have gained water just temporarily um, so if you're if you're a stone overweight or a half a stone kind of the three pounds to one stone one and a half stone don't 
bother with the weighing scales. 100% you're not going to get an accurate reading. If you're over two stone overweight, I still don't want you to jump on the weighing scales because you're just going to use it as a negative stick to beat yourself with. And what I don't understand with so many of you is why you want to bring negativity into something that could be so positive. Picture Joan. She's working out and eating healthy 80% of the time. She's still enjoying all the treats at the weekends, but during the week she eats healthy and she works out and she drinks water. Why on earth does she need to get up on the weighing scales to prove something to her? Surely Joan has a pair of jeans in her wardrobe, size 14, size 12, size 10, whatever size is, is healthy for her. Surely she has a, a pair of high-waisted skinny jeans that she knows when she's on track and she knows when she's off track so if Joan goes off on holidays she comes back her skinny jeans are feeling a little tight why on earth would she need to hop on the weighing scales to just show her exactly how much weight she's gained on holidays why why oh why ladies we are out of the dark ages now we have careers we climb mountains we do all sorts of things and we do so well why are we still making our weight such a massive feckin issue these days we absolutely don't need it why oh why oh why do you need to weigh yourself why can't you just be happy in yourself and be fit and healthy and put your clothes on and feel good from the way your clothes make you feel and if they feel a little tight ramp up the exercise and the food and if they feel great well then keep going as you're going. It's just like course correction and tweaking. Bin the weighing scales. Next up, my fourth habit is to eat real food. No dieting, no calorie counting, no points, no keto, no no my fitness pal, no Weight Watchers, no Swimming Worlds, none of that stuff, none of that stuff. No omitting food groups, no bloody macros, no paleo eating like cavemen. Fucking hell. Eat healthy. Not enough of you want to omit the bad stuff. You want to go crazy ass, really restrictive during the day on the healthy food. Like you want to be restrictive on the healthy food and unrestrictive and, and not give too much focus on the bad food. If you were honest with yourself and you cut out the takeaways and the extra night of eating shite and maybe the overeating on the starchy carbs and then... You, you, you just focused on being healthy and you didn't omit any food groups, you, you'd be really, really healthy. So again, try not to restrict stuff. Try not to be negative about food. Healthy food is healthy food and it's really, really nourishing. Healthy food, healthy food, healthy food. You don't need to omit anything. You don't need to get complicated. We're not, like, if you're, if you're not training... <clears throat> to be an athlete in the Olympics. I, I honestly don't understand why you'd be looking at your macros. Um, if you're a woman that wants to be fit and healthy and feel good in your clothes, you can absolutely do that by having a good structure um, around your food. And that's it. And if you, if you struggle, if you need a bit of accountability, that's brilliant. That's what I'm there for. Coaches are great. They can help you get to the next level and they can help hold you accountable. But you definitely don't need to be following a restrictive diet. The fifth habit is to work out and eat healthy because you love yourself. So anytime you feel that you're hating on yourself and you are coming at the health and fitness approach from a view of everything being negative, know that you are doing it arseways and you need to just switch it up and be positive. If I was to ask you how you looked at your body and yourself, would you be very negative or would you be very positive? If you could do this quick mindset shift for me and 
every time you thought of yourself, thought, wow, I'm fit and healthy and I'm not dead and I don't have a serious disease and I have two legs and two arms and I can work out, but I'm choosing not to work out, but I could work out if I wanted to. Aren't you so lucky? I mean, I don't understand why more people don't walk around thinking how lucky they are that they can work out. Working out is an absolute blessing. Work out and eat healthy because you love yourself, not because you hate yourself. Eating healthy because you hate yourself, calling yourself fat, all that type of stuff. If you're like that, it's time to work on the self-love. Take that from somebody that has to stand in front of a camera and be pretty comfortable with how they look. You have to get rock solid confidence in yourself because nobody, nobody, nobody can get that out of you. And if you're always obsessing about that last seven pounds, why don't you let it go? You can either give up all the lovely, enjoyable stuff in life like wine and pizza and pasta and eating out at the weekends and get that last seven pounds down. Or you can say, well, I love that sort of stuff and I don't mind being seven pounds, five pounds, three pounds up because it means I can live my life a little bit more enjoyable. But it's all about choice. So really try and focus on the choices that you're making and don't make a choice and then also be angry. Make a choice and be happy. If you if you really enjoy working out and eating healthy and your weekends are in restaurants the whole time and it, it's keeping that last little bit of weight on you, Cool, that's brilliant. But don't do that and also give out about the last five to seven pounds. It's all about choice and it's all about being happy with the choices that you make. Another healthy habit is to do interval training. Now, interval training is so super cool. Do you know why? Um, have you ever heard of EPOC before? Exercise post-oxygen consumption. It's pretty much the your... your the elevation, the, your metabolism being raised at the end of a workout. Now, if you do interval training, you are going to be burning calories, extra calories for up to two hours after your workout. Can you believe that? So you can go and do steady state cardio with a bit of strength training, or you can go and do interval training with strength training. And that is going to give you the most bang for your buck. That is going to make you burn a lot of calories post session. How cool is that? So you'll do 30 sessions. My clients do 30 minute workouts with me. And afterwards they are finishing the session safe in the knowledge that their body is churning out those calories. It is pumping. It is, it is, um, uh, burning calories at rest for up to two hours. So it's absolutely super, super, super cool. My next habit is to embrace the discomfort. Right. This is my last and final point. There's the easy way, which is to hate on everything, eat shit food, don't work out and complain. And then there is the other stuff where you can work out, eat healthy, focus on making good food choices. Now, there's always going to be a little bit of discomfort pre-workout. I don't want to do it. It's dark outside. It's cold. I'm pissed off. I'm freezing. I'm not in the mood. You're always going to have that. That's never going to go. But the small bit of discomfort, five to 10 minutes pre-workout and the midweek, no, no, not having that, I prefer to be healthy, is going to cause you a little bit of discomfort. Or hours and hours and days and days and weeks and weeks of feeling fat and uncomfortable in your clothes and lazy and sluggish and sweaty and gross. And you're actually being really unhealthy. I mean, you choose long-lasting, horrific, 24-7 discomfort because you couldn't be bothered to embrace healthy habits 
or constant small bits of discomfort with the bloody amazing bloody rewards that you get from being fit and healthy. Girls, it is time to change your mindset around. Be fit, be healthy, be strong. We are in 2021. Get rid of the old dark ages crap where women were judged on what they weigh. You're done with that. You are done. You're fit, healthy and strong. You can climb mountains. You can hike. You can do croak Patrick. You can do anything you want. Your body is strong. It's a really cool tool. And if you're healthy and you've got your legs and your arms and you don't have a very serious disease, you're a feckin' legend to even just be at that point. So if I could say one thing from you, if you could take one thing from this podcast, it would be to focus on being fit and healthy and happy and get rid of all the other noise around fitness and health. And you would be a complete legend and you would be a deadly, a deadly hero, a real life hero to people that are watching you and taking everything you do on board. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Um, Have a lovely day. And if you want me to do a topic on anything else, get in touch and I would love to hear from you. You can go to jessica at inspirefitnesstraining.ie and I would love, love, love to hear from you if you got anything out of this episode or if you would like me to focus on another topic on my next episode. Thank you.